0: Awesome. Hey, 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 y'all, and welcome back to Making Leader Moves. As you know, my name is Giovanna Rosales, your host here at the Making Leader Moves podcast. And per usual, I'm always excited to be here and I'm always amped and ready to talk community topics. On today's show, we are going to be talking about resting versus motivacion, an internal battle within nosotras mismas within ourselves. We are accompanied today by one of our coaching amigas here at Making Leader Moves, Ruby Garcia. Ruby is on a mission to empower Latinas to show up at their most powerful and bravest version of themselves. She helps her clients overcome their limiting beliefs, dismantle disempowering cultural narratives, and break free from social norms so they can become the brilliant, confident, and courageous women that they are called to be. When women show up, in their full power, they are able to positively impact their families, communities, and ultimately make a greater impact for the world. To transform the world, we must begin by transforming ourselves. Ruby takes an inside out approach with her clients, knowing that the being informs the doing. Ooh, I like that. This is a uh, counterculture, countercultural in a world that loves to hustle. But this is imperative to building a strong foundation. Whoa, Ruby, very, very impactful words, and we are here for it. And I can't wait to get deeper into it because you are absolutely right. Hustle culture uh, Hustle culture is draining, but we are born into it. So it is very scary to go against the grain. And so, hola, mi amiga, and welcome to Making Leader Moves. I am so excited to have you on the show. I know I talked a lot about you, but if there's anything that I am missing, please let me know. And was this your original path when you thought of, or when you were growing up, were you like, oh, I want to be a life coach? Like, (laughs) We would love to hear your path on this journey of dismantling the hustle culture
1: yeah thank you i'm thrilled to be in this space thank you for having me here uh you know this was not in my plan whatsoever um people laugh but honest this is the truth i actually wanted to be a nun that was the first job i ever wanted because yes, i've never I, heard of someone say that yes, <laughs> i mean it's crazy because i was like five or something but i knew who mother Teresa was and i knew that she uh You know was making impact and um i wanted to be a nun so i could work with her in the orphanages orphanages in calcutta and uh so um i'm not at all a nun and i'm probably the farthest (laughs) thing from it you (laughs) might see my horns in the back but i do think that there are elements of that that are um i guess clues to who i am Okay. You know, just in terms of like being a spiritual person, I've always been drawn to spiritual things. I've always wanted to make impact. I've always wanted to, um, you know, see people, like all people. And I think, you know, that's some of the work that she was doing was seeing people that were often excluded or ignored. Um, And then, you know, the second job that I wanted was to be a writer. And now I'm doing more of that as I, you know, you know, write content and then, you know, working on my first solo book, um, about navigating the, you know, professional spaces as a first-gen Latina. So, yeah, so it's kind of all coming together, not in the way, like, I, I didn't know what a life coach was and, but, um, I do remember watching, like, Tony Robbins, the infomercials way back in the day, early in the morning, yeah. I would get all into it. So, and I was like, <laughs> the, the kid that had like, as a teenager had like inspirational quotes on my door. So there were lots of- Really? Uh, that's you know,
0: amazing. Like yeah. I did not start that until during the pandemic, honestly. Uh, yeah, no. So I've, that's I've, great. I've so always amazing. loved
1: that stuff. My my dad gave me this book, um, uh, Jonathan. Jonathan Seagull. It's, called, it's called by Richard Bach, Jonathan Siegel. It's old, old book, and it was about a bird that kind of flew, a seagull that flew in its own direction, and and I always, like, you know, just gravitated to that story, and I thought, well, I, I of course, am that one bird flying in my own direction, right? So, um, But it wasn't at all my path. Like, I actually ended up taking the corporate route, and I worked in corporate for 17 years. I think, to be quite honest with you, a lot of it was just conditioning of like what you're supposed to do so I was checking the boxes um, I didn't finish school as fast as most people I should have a PhD as long as it took me to finish school but um you know I, I always worked full-time and went to school part-time sometimes I would take a couple years off and so I was probably you know I, I'd already been in my career 10 12 years by the time I finally got my bachelor's degree and then I went on to pursue my master's but I think with corporate it was you know it was really about having a, um, having stability, right? And like chasing the American dream. And my mom said, like, get an education, like, go get a good job, like, get benefits and sick days and four hundred one ks and, and so I was doing everything that I was supposed to do, right? And checking off the boxes. And I remember just coming to this point of like, here I am in my house. I like, I, I own a house. I have a car. I have a husband. I have a child i have a great job
0: i mean you're literally are checking all these yeah offices. exactly
1: <laughs> and then i was like why aren't i happy uh, like you know like i mean happy i'm, I'm happy but i'm not really happy right like I don't, i'm you're not
0: happy like, but not fulfilled
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly and so it was a big like moment of like and then there was a little bit of guilt because it was like but i i I have so much and I'm so much further than my parents. So of course. how can I like not be happy? And that really sent me down a new road of like what it means to find fulfillment and meaning.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, to really identify like if I wasn't doing everything I was supposed to do, right. what would I really be doing? And that's what led me to coaching. I experienced coaching and I was just... It it was like a drug. I was hooked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's great. And like, obviously there was a lot of overcoming there mentally, but also emotionally with your family, because your family has a lot of hopes and dreams for you and they only want the best for you. And so with them, right, it's get all the degree. Like you were saying, they wanted to make sure that you checked off every box on the list because they also thought that that equaled happiness and that equaled blissfulness, especially like where our parents come from. Um, And I understand like we're not taking that from them, but being able to face up and face them and being like, this isn't who I am. yeah. I'm and it's been hard. Like yeah, yeah, it, it is, is hard.
1: I, I, I'm i like the black sheep. Even to this day, I've been doing this for like seven years or something like that, seven, eight years. And I still don't think they know what I do. I, I, I don't know if they really believe that it's real, <laughs> but you know, I had to um, quite honestly, I had to even have a conversation with my mom and say, listen, because she was so negative about it, right? She just wanted me back in corporate and, you know, I'm a single mom. So I think her concern was like the stability. And I said, listen, we can no longer talk about like my my work. It is off boundaries. Like I am pursuing this full time. And this is not an area that we can discuss anymore. So um, because you know, you I, I just told her I said you're negative and I can't. I can't have that when I'm trying to build a business. And yeah. so we really we really don't talk about it much. And you know what? I've in the end I had to realize that like I was either going to be unhappy for looking for my family's approval or I had to follow what I really felt was, you know, my purpose, my calling my my heart right like oh i had to listen goodness, to my heart and i couldn't deep. i couldn't deny it like that's the thing is like like once i knew that this is what i was meant to do i yes. could not ignore it like i just couldn't right well
0: because you were no longer blinded right yeah. like
1: you you literally
0: had done all the work you had mass you had swept it under the rug you were wearing this mask in corporate america for so long and you were like Again, you dotted all your I's, you crossed all your T's, you're still like, no, this isn't me, this isn't who I am, and kudos to you for setting those boundaries with your family. Like, especially, like, with me, I still have that that trouble of, like, having boundaries with my mom. Um, We do, but there's some times that I'm just like... Mm. Maybe this is a little more of codependency
1: <laughs> yeah and well i totally get it like i had to go through that too like there's, yeah. there's be a lot of enmeshment so you know i think as latinos we are always looking at the we and the family unit yes you know and sometimes we have to realize like we have to separate ourselves and yes. say like what do i want right like yes. what are what do i need what is you know my purpose what am i being called to do right exactly. because at the end of the at the end of my life like I'm going to be held accountable, you know, mm. whether you believe in spirit or not, or, you know, to yourself, like, I, I don't want to look back with regrets. I want to know that, you know, I played all full out on, on my terms, you know, because I'm a little bit of a rebel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're here for it. We're here. We're here for the rebelness and for the trailblazers. And so having said that, like, you know, you were you were in corporate America for 17 years and you yourself are an entrepreneur. I I as well am an entrepreneur. And we know that there is a lot of grinding when it comes to creating your own business, establishing your own clients, um, and then making sure that your clients stay repeated. <laughs> and like it's just, it's just a whole It's not as glamorous as Instagram or all these other social media platforms make it to be Um, like, I I don't have any regrets with entrepreneurship. It's just it's hard because of how much you have to like churn out, because like you said, like it's up to you. Um, But having said that, sometimes with me, like, yes, I have motivation, but I also get into my flojera zone, right? And I'm not gonna front, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I let my flojera win. But I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, is it really flojera? Or is it just me resting? And I got this idea because I um read this book called uh Rest is Resistance, a manifest a manifesto by uh, Trisha Hersey. And she talks about how resting is going against the grain, how it is uh, against white supremacy, capitalism. And I was like, oh, that's funny, because even in our culture, we've been ingrained to think if we are not producing, we're flojas or we're flojos or la flojera. I mean, like, I even remember... Cause I used to have to travel like six to nine months out of the, out of the year. And when I would come home for like three days and I would just like be sitting on my ass, like not my mom, but my grandma for sure would be like, I que floja. And I'm like, what? Like I just finished working 14 hour shifts or 12 hour shifts for like 31 days straight. What are you talking about? But that's just a term, right? Like que flojera or like i know yo tengo flojera i like i'm lazy i'm being lazy and then after i read this book i was like i don't think that's laziness i just think that's your body literally being intuitive within itself and telling you slow down and rest yes yeah what do you what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah i, I actually talk a lot about this um, particular topic because what i see yes. um, is is uh, this is a cultural script too, Mm -hmm. right? This is a cultural script and it's something that I'm writing about in the book. And and I've kind of taken some of these cultural scripts and put them into characters, so to speak, to make them relatable and digestible. And so I talk about hardworking Juana, right? And hardworking Juana, like she outworks everybody, right? And because Mm -hmm. she's so hardworking, like she's not rewarded with, you know, more money. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not even gonna get into the pay wage gap or whatever, but she's rewarded with more work right she Mm -hmm. does more work than even her teammate she's the first in last to go like you know she's been taught that hey the harder that you work, like just be humble keep your head down work hard and someone's gonna notice you right and then she wonders like why she's exhausted you know why she doesn't have you know any type of balance in her life why she's Mm -hmm. depleted um you know and you know it's so ingrained, right? And she even yes. wonders, like, if I'm not producing, then who am I? Like, there's there's an element of, like, my self-worth is derived from what I produce, right? I was
0: going to say, like, I definitely feel guilty when I am just taking, like, an hour break during the day. I'm like, oh, maybe I should be checking my emails while I'm resting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, like, I feel what you're saying because – because I get it. I, I'm trying to fight that sometime or all the time, I should say.
1: Yeah. And so it's important to notice that that's a narrative, right? That that's something that's been handed down. We've seen it modeled a lot of times through our parents. It's what they told us. Yeah. We, you know, work hard, work hard. like, And um, I am so sick of that narrative, to be honest. And we mm-hmm. should all be, right? Because... We are so much more as people than hard workers, right? Mm-hmm. We and I, it, we are smart. We are innovative. We are creative. We are visionary. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we can look at work too as, hey, work can be something that is pleasurable, that brings us joy, that uh, is exciting that we can experience flow it can actually be easy when we're utilizing our gifts talents, skills and abilities and so um you know it's important to to kind of look at some of those narratives and kind of dissect like where did you create it that you know work had to be hard right and and that we needed to work it's okay to rest. like we are human beings not human doings Right? Yes. We're not robots like we need rest. Like if we get rest and replenish ourselves, we're going to have we're going to be able to take those like quantum leaps and produce way more because yes. we're coming from a, like a full space. Right. Yes. But We can't produce well when we're coming from depletion and exhaustion. And frustration, like it just doesn't work well. It's going to take us twice as long to get anything finished in that way. So rest yeah, is absolutely. really important.
0: Um, it's funny that you had mentioned that because there's this uh, artist. Her name is Tony Jones. I listen to her on Spotify, and she she basically sings mantras. And so one of her mantras is "I'm a human being, not a hu- not a human doing." And I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> am I?" like i was so like i caught me off guard because of course i was listening to it on my walk to my job like, <laughs> and i'm like wait a minute can i like what's happening here with my um book bag my mochila, and everything and so i was like having an epiphany while i knew i was gonna grind out an 11-hour day um and something else that you had brought up, I think too, because of the society that we live in, we don't even realize when we are depleted and that is also a beyond red flag. And I say this because this happened to me. I remember when I was working in corporate, I had to go for my yearly checkup right to the doctor and I was he was just like, oh, how's work? And I was explaining to him what was going on and I had, I had explained to him an experience I had and he told me that's an anxiety attack. And I was like, I don't even know what that means, doctor, but let me finish telling you the right. And he literally paused me and was like, no, I need you to understand that what you had wasn't normal. That's called an anxiety. I don't, I can't remember if it was anxiety attack or panic attack, but I know it was one of the, one or the other. And. Then, the, of course, like the like the first thing was, OK, well, let's put you on like some type of medication to calm down those nervios and for you to not have these anymore. And I didn't even realize what I had had. One, I think because it just wasn't part of la cultura. Like that's something that we never talked about at my home. I don't even think my parents knew what it was until I came home and talked to them about it. And then second, it was in such denial because I I remember telling him that's cute, but I have deadlines to make and to hit. And so everything he was saying to me was like, I was being very dismissive about it because I had to get back to work and I had to complete all these deadlines. So sometimes you don't even realize how into the harm you are in, including doing the harm to yourself. And that's, I mean, now that I look back on it, I'm like, Johanna you were the red flag. <laughs> like You were your own red flag. Like the doctor was trying to help you out. And you were like, absolutely not. You could because of the denial that I was in.
1: Yeah. And, um, of and because of hustle culture. And, you know, the other part is that we're so disconnected from our bodies. Yes. We are so disconnected that absolutely. we don't, because we are in, like the doing, 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 busy, busy, busy. We don't ever stop to listen to what our body needs or what it has to say and our body can send us information before we even mentally get it so like if i for example if i start getting really moody like i I literally run through a checklist checklist in my head like okay did i sleep well am i hydrated did i eat like um am i getting my period like i'll run you know like is it uh like i remember i had a brother that passed away uh, I think this is, I can't even remember now. I think it's 17 years ago, but I, I like those first few years, I would start to get really anxious before his death anniversary. Mm-hmm. And like, even that, like my body knew that because that was a very traumatic experience. Right. And, mm-hmm. and there's a you know book, The Body Keeps Score, um, where it talks about this, like trauma lives in our DNA. So we may not always mentally remember it, yeah. but- our body remember so my body was already preparing for that date that you know was traumatic mm-hmm. before i mentally realized it and then i was as i kind of am asking myself the questions okay is this what's is there something going on this date and then i was like oh yeah you know what my brother's death had that's why i'm feeling this way right mm-hmm. but you know it but we have to um give ourselves space yes. to listen to our bodies cuz they are speaking to us they hold so much wisdom but we've been so disconnected yeah um and so it's a practice of re- of learning how to to return and just sit and be still and listen and and ask ourselves like you know how 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 am i really doing like really how am i doing
0: and that takes practice because i will say i didn't start getting intuitive with my body until three years ago when we all had to sit our asses at home during the pandemic like i was always on the road i was always trying to catch different deadlines i was always trying to catch flights catch flights not feels (laughs) but no like i was always just running and doing and executing and planning and it was just go 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 all the time that and i I talked about this in various episodes when people would say, oh, just trust your gut or trust your instinct. I would literally get pissed because I'm like, what does that even mean? Um, and I literally like would think like, I don't even understand where this is coming from because why again, el apuro, you got to go, keep going, keep going. It wasn't until everything was on lockdown that I was, that I started becoming intuitive. And that's, I mean, that's crazy. Like there's, there's no reason that it should be like that, but obviously capitalism keeps it like that because they don't they don't want you to be intuitive and they want you to be logical
1: right yes they want to be logical right like exactly exactly
0: Exactly. and so when i started finally rest or like even now right when i rest as i had mentioned like sometimes i try to grab my phone it's like it's okay nina it's okay like take 30 minutes like go journal go close your eyes go listen to some music like it's okay take the take the half hour So, like, as I'm learning how to rest, I'm also trying to struggle with not feeling guilty because I feel guilty Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Um, How do you – how do you help yourself not feel that way when you rest and when you take time for yourself?
1: Yeah. So, I think part of it is, like, looking at, like, does guilt serve a purpose?
0: Ooh, I like that.
1: So – you know if guilt is about like if i'm just shaming myself condemning myself judging myself like that's not gonna support me or my goals or my efforts or anything that i'm up to right like if anything if i'm if i'm judging and shaming and you know criticizing myself or feeling guilty like it's just gonna make me want to hide and kind of crawl in a hole like i yes. become like a hermit right because i don't want to be seen and um so that that does not serve me and what i'm up to creating and so i have to look at like what will support me and and is it rest is it community is it you know self-care and i'm not talking about like the self-care of you know, getting your nails done or hair yeah. done. I mean, it can be, but it's yeah. like, it could be like saying no or Ooh. rescheduling a call or uh, putting up boundaries or taking time for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just look at it as like, this, this isn't going to do me well, right? Like, yeah. and I think sometimes those we need to like interrogate our thoughts and where it's coming from.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Because sometimes if you even listen, like it, you might even hear someone's voice who said it. It's like just because the thoughts are there doesn't mean that we have to take heed to them. We can be like, I hear you. And, you know, go away, you little gnat.
0: <laughs> I I hear you, but I'm not holding space for you. Like, this, is not, this is not the vibe right now. <laughs> That you know what, and I never thought about it in that type of form. And me, and like, I think this is going to be a game changer for me. I'm gonna be like, wait a minute, let me do as Ruby says. Like, is it serving me? Does it support me? No, what's going to support me is closing my eyes. What's going to support me is like, I love doing word puzzles. Um, that's a very that's a very senora vibe of me, and or coloring. <laughs> so like, grabbing that and doing that for like fifteen minutes, half an hour, like breaking up the monotony of the day. Um. And so, rest like, resting is amazing. It's awesome. And obviously, it's, it's an uphill battle for some of us. But another uphill battle that I personally have is staying motivated. Um, too many distractions are out here. I'm going to be the first one to admit. Like, I I literally have to put my phone on do not disturb and put it in another room or else I'll be the first one to just be like, let me check my emails And then all of a sudden I'm on some type of social media platform. An hour later. Like, I was about to say at least, at least an hour and a half
1: later. I I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Oh, where did the time go? Uh, So how do you, or what are your tips and tricks to help stay motivated? All
1: right, tips and tricks to stay motivated. Um, One is coffee. coffee.
0: <laughs> for, for those of us who don't drink coffee because this is this okay is tea, tea
1: there's mushroom coffee i sometimes indulge in there's I've heard like, of this oh i love I, it okay i, I, I was about yeah. to ask do you kind of switch because um okay. sometimes coffee can get I, again when you're listening to your body i feel my body telling me okay you've you've had too much so then i'll kind of switch to um either mushroom coffee or cacao even i've Ooh, um, been doing yeah. so so, I, I, d- I do like something warm. Sometimes I'll do tea. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that's first, right? And then I think <clears throat> a couple tips and tricks. One is um, accountability. Accountability is huge. I'm kind of like I you. Agree with that one. If I don't have a lot of structure, like I could find myself, I don't know, watching Netflix. <laughs> I like Real my, talk. <laughs> I like my Spanish. Real openness, talk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I do a lot of mindset work, and sometimes I want to do things that aren't heavy, so to speak, right? Like, where I I can just, like, you know, my mind doesn't have to really think. Yeah, oh, like, love is
0: blind? Like, catch me (laughs) on love is blind,
1: (laughs) because I don't have to think. (laughs) Um, So I think that... you know, that accountability is really important. I, I have found myself to work better, even as a coach. I've I've always worked with coaches. And in the times that I haven't, mm-hmm. I've seen that my business has not done as well. Okay. Because I ha- for me, I'm just a person that needs structure and accountability. So I think that's huge. And and you don't have to, not, I know not everyone has the ability to hire a coach, but, you know, it could be like power hours, like having a peer and calling them and say, okay, like for an hour, we're going to work on this right now, I'm working on my book. They have, um, op, like, library hours where everybody gets on the Zoom, we do a check-in in the, in, you know, check-in, then there's, we, you know, write for a little while, we do another little five-minute break, and then we go back to writing, right? Mm-hmm. No one's talking, everyone's working on their thing, but it's just about showing up so that we are on task, right? And calendarizing is part of that accountability, I would say. Um, the other thing um, is, I, you know, I'm, I'm a certified hypnotherapist. So Mm -hmm. that I think part of also staying motivated is sometimes looking at the limiting beliefs that are in the way of okay, like why we don't want to do something. So one of the things that come up is a lot is like fear or self-doubt or imposter syndrome. And so getting to the core root beliefs Mm -hmm. that are in your way, um, of like fulfilling whatever it is that you're up to. So, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you're coming from, you know, like this, I'm not Mm -hmm. enoughness. you know, you're going to want to address that because that may be the thing from actually, it may look like that you're not motivated, but it could be something else that's in the way. So I I love hypnotherapy because it's a shortcut. You know, I call it the secret weapon because you can get (laughs) to the root beliefs you know, like, um, like a garden, just, you know, if you pull weeds out, they grow, they grow back. But if you pull at the root, like you get rid of it. Right. And so it's kind of about accelerating your goals. And then the other thing that I was going to say, let me think about it. What, um, was, uh, I wrote it, I wrote it down. Oh, connecting to your why daily. Connect, Ooh, like, like, I like I that one. This one is actually really huge because, you know, I mean, I talk about, Work being more than just like, you know, we talk about the hard work, right? But it could be like ease and flow and joy. But the truth is, is like, not everything is going to feel fun, right? I think the goal is to like do the majority uh, of your work. Spreadsheets,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Google Sheets is not the jam. <laughs>
1: Now, i don't like anything administrative i'm great at ideas and visioning and you know like socializing but anything yeah spreadsheet i hate excel yeah. um uh, so yeah like i could no we're not going there takes me back to my corporate
0: maybe, maybe we should make an episode on like why we hate excel <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> be oh my time. gosh but um i think the other thing is just connecting to like you, like your your big what for or why right mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. There are days that I don't feel like writing, for example, right? But Absolutely. I th- I think about, you know, the people that I could support, right? Like other first-gen mm-hmm. Latina professionals that are trying to navigate, you know, that don't have tools. No one's been able to show them the way. Like, I want to give them those tools so they don't have to take, you know, be 15 years into their career like I was yeah. to get to the you know to get the access code about how things work or how to navigate office politics or how to find a sponsor or whatever it is so yeah. i think to me like i look at um you know that really motivates me cuz it's it's bigger than me like mm-hmm. right like there's a there's a purpose that is beyond how i feel mm-hmm. um you know and quite honestly like yeah sometimes i give in like yeah. Even all with the, all the tools I have, sometimes I give into it. And I mean, maybe, you are like,
0: human, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Um, but like I think that one's probably the biggest one that mm-hmm. supports me is like connecting to my why. Like, why do I need to do this? Like, what's this in in service of? Like, what's yeah. the legacy I want to leave? Like, how do I want to make impact? And I can't make the impact watching Netflix. You know, like <laughs> if you figure out a way, let me know. But Unf-
0: unfortunately, I mean, unless if you write a show, about- <laughs> right, 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 um, right, right. I totally agree with, with all of the ones that you said. Um, I actually really like, I'm going to start exploring number two and number three, but I really am uh, an accountability person for sure. Like that's the one that I practice. So kind of what you were saying, I have a group of um, like my squad, right? Like everyone has their squad for different things in their lives. And so my squad, like it'll be either me and another girl or me and maybe four others like we schedule it and it's like hey we're gonna get on for anywhere between an hour and an hour and a half all of us go around the room and we're like or the room but it's always virtual. virtual and then it's like oh I'm working on my q2 um budget sheet. I'm working on the budget for Q2. I'm working on the metrics for Q2 and like marketing or something like that. And then the other girl, you know, and then it's crazy because sometimes like I'll even be like, you know what, I got to do laundry. So I'm going to go ahead. Like if you see me walking in and out, don't think it's just like, again, I'm dicking around and like watching Netflix. It's literally like me doing something else Um, in the meantime. So it's really awesome because yeah, like even though we don't really know, like, we all know what we're working on, we don't have to see it. Um, and then it's another cool spot to be at. Because sometimes, like, even though I'm not a coach, but I I work with a lot of women as a community strategist, like they will we'll bounce off ideas from one another. And that's like amazing. Another thing that has helped me keep me accountable, since I do work from home is not working from home sometimes. Um, I've got I've no this, I've noticed 2023, I've gotten too comfortable working from home. Um, that all of us had it right, las diligencias of like home. Oh, I gotta wash the dishes. Oh, I gotta meal prep. No, no, you don't, not no, <laughs> not at like 10 a.m. So what I've started doing these past few weeks is getting my ass to the library. And I'm going to the library and um, like renting out study rooms and just sitting there because I'm like, where am I? I can't go hang around in my sala. I can't go hang around in my kitchen. I can't go kick it in my basement. Like I can't clean my bathroom right now. Like I have nothing to do other than sit here and work. And so I've like become a super fan of the library. I go there on the weekends now. Which, by the way, I didn't know they were popping on the weekends. I got like the last parking spot at one of the ones that I go to. I mean, it's getting to the point where, like, I was talking to um, Alyssa about it. I want to. I'm going to start in the summer. It's going to be called uh, Library Chronicles, and so I'm going to be filming myself as I'm bicycling. Like, I have a bike, so I'm going to be bicycling to different libraries um, while I'm like producing.
1: Go to a coffee shop but you know mm-hmm. i feel like you got to keep buying stuff or whatever of course. right yeah. and sometimes yeah. you even get distracted people watching i'm a big people yeah. watcher yeah and so i feel like the library is like I, I i had not believe it or not hadn't even considered that So I yeah, love nah, that it's, idea. A, ga- it's, it's that. a
0: game changer it's a game changer like i'm to the point now where i like i pack off my cough not my coffee i have like a matcha latte so i'll i i pack my own matcha latte i pack my own water bottle and I take snacks where, like, I'll take my grapes, my little cuties. Um, I haven't gotten to the point to take – oh, actually, I'm lying to you. I did take a sandwich one time because, um, like, <laughs> I sit there for five hours. And it's crazy because, like, when you don't have distractions, all of a sudden you're churning out, like, months a month's worth of work in such a short amount of time. Yeah, and I might so, have to do
1: that. Yeah, it's mm, great. And like, that
0: one. Whether you get a study room or just, like, sit there – because sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm only going to go for two hours, so I don't need a study room um, – it's 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 a game changer. I'm like beyond surprised with how, how much I've gotten. So yeah. Um, to anyone who feels like they're way too distracted in their own home, please, please, please visit your libraries or or any libraries in your system. Um yeah. plus because, it forces
1: you to get dressed.
0: Yeah, yeah, that part too. <laughs> <laughs> that part too. All right.
1: So we're talking about
0: motivation and like the different tactics or the different tips and tricks that we have to stay motivated. But how do you know when it's time? For you to rest like when are you just like okay you know what like motivation is great but ahora descansar. it's time to rest how do you differentiate the two oh so and before, well, i'm sorry let me yeah. let me go back and talk about one other thing that helps yeah, me yeah. this trick so i used to try to do like the google calendar where you time block i can't do that i don't work well like that um there's only like certain um, appointments that I keep up, like AKA my therapist. <laughs> like, other than that, it's pretty much like a no go. So, what a girlfriend of mine, shout out to Paula Pinero, she's the one who taught me, like, why don't you make not a to do list, but like a prior, like a task list? Like, what do you want to get done this week? Like, is it, a, is it your speaker page? Is it your portfolio? Do you need to work on your budget? Like, don't time block it. Just say, this is what I need to do this week. And then whenever you get to it, you get to it. You know you have to get to it. And so I think I like that aspect a lot because it's not so much like, oh, shit, I didn't get to it, so now I'm not going to do it, and now I feel like a failure, right? Like I had it penciled in on my Google calendar that I was going to work on my budget from one to three today, and I, I didn't get to it. So I'm a failure. I'm a loser. Should I even continue? Because these are some of like the things that I used to say to myself in my head, and so when she was like... Don't do it like that. Just do your tasks. like, And you know. like you know. And I was like, yo, this is genius. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I have to work that same way. I can't do that. I didn't I mean, know this was an actual thing. I, I do try to calendarize some. But I really just look at, like, what do I have to get done this week? Because that is also better for me and the way I operate. Yeah. Like, I haven't yet been diagnosed with ADHD. But I'm pretty sure all my siblings have it. And my therapist had asked me if I have it Yeah, <laughs> it suggested getting tested and so I like that time blocking is really difficult for me um, it's
0: super hard for me
1: and like unless it's a call or something that I need to show up for like it just doesn't always work and also being a creative you know like yesterday for example like I was in the flow right like same, same. I was too <laughs> yeah and if there's anything I've learned is like you ride out that flow as long as you can right because you don't know like you know you you don't feel inspired all the time right and so i knew that yesterday i was in flow so i was like i am riding this out and it was like 12 you know am and I was like me too. You know, was <laughs> a, the <laughs> moon or something I don't know I was but... about
0: to ask you the same like Luna what I like, I, oh I, wait didn't Taurus just like enter the season I, that could have been it like t- literally taking the bulls by the horn <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know what, I'm not a, a night owl
1: so okay. so there was something me there was neither. something oh God, that's hilarious so there was say, something going <laughs> on because I was like let me just ride this out I gotta get as much work to do you know my partner came over and he's like I'm just Sitting here and watching you work, I'm like, I'm sorry, I like, I'm I'm focused right now. I I gotta take it while I can get it because you know yeah. you don't know when those like moments are gonna come up. So No, and low. I agree
0: with and I agree with you. And I guess like that goes to kind of answering the question of like when do you know when to rest and when do you know to keep going. And I think it's the more intuitive you become, not the eat like it gets a little bit easier. It's always going to be a challenge no matter what. But like you were saying, like yesterday, I got my I got my hair retouched. um, And then I went to go run errands. By the time I came home, it was about 430. um, And then I was like, you know what, like, you don't feel tired. Why don't you just get on your laptop. Like I had scheduled it as a day off. But I was like, you know what, why don't you just go for it? Like you feel you want to start writing pieces. So like, why don't you just go for it? Next thing you know, it was like 12am. And I I got like, I got my portfolio done. (laughs) I started editing my speaker. I was like, Oh, my goodness. Like, this is amazing. Um, And like, I literally and I still I still could have gone. I know I could have but I was like, you know what you're gonna have like today I have a long day. So I'm like, time to go to sleep. Uh, But I didn't tire myself out. I wasn't tuckered out by the end. And so I agree with you when you say like, when you have that creative edge or flow, just ride the wave and go with it. Because to your point, you don't know when it's coming back. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel tired of this. As a matter of fact, I actually woke up before my alarm and I was like, oh okay do you so do you still so got it in you girl and I like and I started just typing away again this morning so that's awesome I know I know I'm with you and I I really think it was that like I was reading um like the astrology charts and they were saying because we love astrology here at making me Than moves that they were saying that Taurus was entering so that's that's funny
1: yeah it had to be um, something because i'm like to be. i said
0: <laughs> i'm gonna actually text um some of my like creative friends that i know and ask them like hey did you have a creative wave yesterday and if so like what time did you stop because me and ruby stopped at the exact same time <laughs> weird <laughs> um is it motivation or is it habit that we have to make our businesses thrive Or do you think it's a little bit of both?
1: I mean, I think it's a little bit of both, right? I think part of it is like our bigger why, right? Whatever Mm -hmm. that is, whether it's creating impact or changing your own life or the changing the, you know, future generations, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, and then I also think it is a lot of habit too, to be honest, because, you know, if our habits uh, are going to determine our future, right? And so if we're in the habit of of doing something it's like that incremental it's you know there's a book atomic habits um mm-hmm. my James clear and he talks about like just getting one percent better every day right and mm-hmm. if you just get one percent better every day at the end of the year you're going to be i think 37 mm-hmm. you know better than you were so if we it's your habits um are going to help you build your business and because if if you're not like actually doing work Mm-hmm. you're not going to be thriving right mm-hmm. and it's making sure Absolutely. that we're in there it's also making sure that we're doing the you know uh the right task because what i see sometimes Ooh. with entrepreneurs too or, or creatives is that like we get caught up in all you know for example the visionary stuff and the fun stuff and right um but is that producing clients right like if, if you need clients right now yeah. right and so yeah we have to make sure that we are engaging in the task um, that are going to help sustain our business.
0: It's almost like taking out the imperfectionism on oh, yourself. Yeah. And I say this because like right like, th- right before we got on, I was working on my newsletter and what you were saying, I was like, wait, do I like this font or do I want to pick this other font? How do I want the heading to look like? What pictures am I gonna? And I was like, "Do not get like, do not start scrolling through your Google Photos because you are going to start reminiscing." (laughs) And then. again where did the hour and a half go i yeah. don't know like
1: perfectionism so I- is self-sabotage right like
0: Ooh, yes. it is
1: self-sabotage it's just a, it looks it looks prettier right it looks prettier yes. and so it's a little sneakier because you can't see it as self-sabotage but perfectionism is self-sabotage done is the new perfect that's what i say done is the new perfect Ooh, i love just get that. it done right and you can reiterate that. you can re- always reiterate in the future
0: no, oh, I mean, that's, I, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, And so I, I started kind of going down that path. And I was like, girl, like you need to slow down, like not slow down, but like you don't have the time to go through your photos. So. Just go through Februarys and pick three photos from February that you really love and throw them on the newsletter. Like, you cannot sit here and be like, oh, look how good. Like, no, you don't have the time. So I I love that. I love the fact that you said perfectionism is self-sabotage because I agree with you 100%. And how much energy do you waste? And how not only time, but the energy and the self oh, yeah It's just... What is and it's, it kind of goes back to what you had said in the beginning. Like, how does this support me? How does this serve me? Um, how does again, like, how how does changing the fonts really affect the my my potential clients that are going to see it? Like, they want to see results and they want to make sure that I that I'm not just hyping myself up. That I actually know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm doing
1: kind of helps. <laughs> They're not worried about fonts
0: or photos. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. You're fine. So I love that. Um here at making leader moves, we love uh talking about or we just like love making sure that we're all human. <laughs> like it's okay to be human and with being human sometimes um come bumps on the road or hiccups. When was there a time that you felt that there was a hiccup on your road to your journey of being this like amazing life coach that you are now but you didn't let that stop you from becoming the person that you are or, and keep on evolving to the person that you want to become
1: yeah i i will tell you something i've been on this journey for seven or eight years like i said and it hasn't always been easy the you know when i first left corporate um i failed miserably like miserably like i think one was I, going from employee to entrepreneur mindset was really challenging, Mm,
0: you
1: know? And I also was coming out of a lot of personal stuff. So I had just gone through a divorce. I had my five-year-old son and a new baby. We had lost our home. I was like, you know, moving back in with my parents, with two kids. There was tons of like shame around that. My family wasn't supportive of me, you know, being an entrepreneur so there was just a lot of things so i i mean i definitely um i definitely and those are big
0: ones like that's just not like oh i missed a deadline that's like real life oh no this was like
1: this was like dark night of the soul like this was not even a thing that was (laughs) like lasted a little bit this was something that lasted a couple years to be quite honest and i mean it was um i felt like I felt like I was dying. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That's how oh, I, I felt. Like I felt like I was dying, right? Like everything. I the you know, yeah. the only thing that I felt like was good was that I had my kids and they were safe and healthy, right? Mm-hmm. But like everything else, I felt like kind of was, you know, just went to shit. <laughs> to be honest with you, but I, I look back at it now, and it's and it's funny because I I always say it, I would not choose that path or that experience but i wouldn't change it because i realized too how much of my identity i had um relied on my career right and so Ooh,
0: we've you know, talked like, about that yeah. before yes like status yes. title
1: money like house right And now i didn't have any of that stuff and like who was i was with, without those things right and so when you are like going through that dark night of the soul it is you're like face to face with all your shadows right Mm -hmm. like i mean it Mm -hmm. is like you are up against yourself Mm -hmm. um but because of that like i learned to find uh unshakable confidence and who i am not because of what i was doing or what i was producing or any of that like it was really like the um internal self-validation that i needed and that has uh again i would not choose it it was the happiest time of my life um but it has supported me so much because i know what it's like to walk through those really dark spaces and to feel alone and to wonder like you know why is this happening to me and now i look at it as like man that was something that really happened for me you know like I can I love look at that, that and, and see that the gifts in the experience. Um, so, I mean, it's, you know, we're all on our own journeys, right? Like for yeah. me, it was that, you know, kind of the the the, the shift from employee to entrepreneur and the, some of the life experiences that I was going, but like everyone has their own version of it, right? Whatever yeah. that is for you. And um we can learn from it, you know, and it's hard when we're going through it. And luckily, I did have a group of women that really, really supported me. I've I've I could oh, hold so myself
0: up community. Yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely mean community, man. Like I couldn't yeah. hold myself up at that time. Like that's I, I mean, I like if you were to see, you know, if I had to take how I felt and put it into a picture, it would be like me just like limp. Like, I mean, like, dead, right? Like, I I just had yes. nothing in me. And I felt like, you know, this group of women, like, surrounded me during this time because I could not hold myself up. That's how, like, in bad shape I was. I could not hold myself up. But but they did. And, um, you know, little by little, I started making shifts. And they supported me through those shifts. And, you know, then I started catching, you know, getting momentum. And, um, you know, I'm in a much better place. Like, it's I'm, I... Not where necessarily I want to be, but I'm I also can look back and say I'm, I'm not where I was either. So there's been a um, tremendous amount of growth, and I think that's important for all of us is like sometimes we're so busy looking at like I have I'm not there yet, you know, wherever yeah. there is because it's constantly yeah. evolving is the other thing, right? Yeah, but we're so busy at looking what's ahead, and we don't take a minute to look back and say, Man, look how far I've come. Mm. right? And Mm. it's so important. And I think that's even part of the rest, right? Like, you know, uh, resting and like acknowledging how far we've come and then celebrating too. That's the other piece. Like Mm. we forget to celebrate ourselves and, you know, like, Hey, great job. Like, look at, look, look at how far I've gone, you know, and maybe I don't have everything yet, but, um, you know, it's so important for us to celebrate ourselves.
0: I just want to say thank you so much for sharing all of that vulnerability. Um, I know the people that that are folks who listen to it are definitely going to resonate with it. I know that you and I have spoken about it before, but that, I mean, similar paths um, that you and I have shared. Like, I, you know, lost my job during the pandemic. My job became obsolete. I remember being like, oh, March 4th. Like, this was before things were even being shut down in 2020. And as soon as I got the email, I was like, wait a minute. Like what, like, what do you mean? And so because here in America, you are your job title and and I got that stripped from me and taken away from me. I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, who am I? And then I lost five people in less than a year on top of losing my job. And then two of those people I lost 16 hours apart from one another. And I just remember, like it, again, like if it wasn't for the community that I cultivated for myself, I as well wouldn't have made it. Um, I had, you know, my community would come brush my hair. Like I mean, it was to that point, Ruby. And so I remember wh- one of the when um, one of my one of my really close friends, and then my grandmother had passed within 16 hours apart. And I remember I don't I don't know what I don't remember what I do remember out of this whole experience was that my grandmother's hospice nurses. Came and gave me like a suicidal hotline number, and I and I remember being like, I'm not, I'm not that person. But clearly, they have so much experience that they were seeing things that I didn't see. And I think it was just the blankness of my face, the fact that I wouldn't move from this couch. I was like just sitting in a corner. Um, that like that's what I'm saying. Like my prima had to come. Like she brushed my hair, held my hand, and I just, I, I just, I, I wasn't there. So when you say like limping. With you a hundred percent. yeah, but it does it takes it takes your tribe to literally carry you and help heal you. Yes, you're gonna do it alone because it's your experience, but you like it's okay to let them hold you while oh, you're yeah. going through all of that in, in, on on an individual level. Um, and so like the support, the love that you got from your community that I've gotten with mine, Granted, same, I'm not where I want to be, but I know without them, I wouldn't be where I am now yes, yes. because they didn't give up on me when I was ready to give up on me, right? Like they were the ones who were texting, making sure to check in, having virtual coffee dates. Like even if I was laying in bed, they're like, okay, cool. Like we still just want to see your face or like, let's watch a show together virtually. Like it was just making sure and, that I was supported and that's and it, just beautiful.
1: Yeah, and you know what's so beautiful about that even Yohana is like people will see you when you're in your success and they will love you then, right? Yeah. But those people that walked with you and carried you and brushed your hair and like, you know, did all those things like, and I'm thinking about people in my community too, they loved you as much in that moment. That mm. you were going through the darkest time in your life, or that I was going through the most mm-hmm. darkest time in my life, they loved you as much then as they do now, right? And yes. so when you have those wins too, like they're also your biggest cheerleaders because they know they yes. know and not everyone gets to be behind the scenes, right? And I don't think everyone should be behind the scenes, right? Agreed. But but they really know, and so when you have those like joys, you know, like I called uh, my best friend. beginning there i was like i just got my biggest contract ever i'm like i don't know who i can tell this so i have to tell you and she's like ruby you're doing it you're doing it like you you are living the things that you spoke about right yeah and it's so you know it's awesome to be able to share those wins because you know they they were some of the folks that were you know holding me up when i couldn't hold myself up
0: yeah and i think that's a really um uh, another great point that you that you made was looking back, like, make sure to look back. Yeah, we both might not be where we want. But you know what, we sure did fucking come a long ass way. Yeah. Um, Anjali from Manifest House, we had an episode with her. And one of one of the things that we had to do, uh, one of the exercises was go back through our journals for the year. So for 2023, she had us go back in 2022 and look through our journals. Mm-hmm. And girl, I was like, Oh, I was in the trenches. Like, I re—I remember being in it. But when I was reading those journal entries, when I, like, I was crying. Like, when I was crying, I was, but I was crying because I was crying happy tears. Like, bitch, you made it. Yes.
1: <laughs> you Come back, kid, all the way.
0: Like, look at you being a boss, badass bitch. Like, and by boss, I don't mean, like, work-wise. I mean, like, mental, like, I am mentally yeah. stronger i am you know emotionally i can handle certain situations now i know how to process feelings um whereas in turn i was just completely lost i was in the abyss like in the ocean (laughs) like Mm. find me don't find me mo y'all find me um and so i think that's very very important and that's why like i love journaling now i i didn't start until about i think it was 2021 and now i'm like oh my god i cannot not journal because it mm-hmm. just reflects and it shows you like you're strong you're a warrior you're resilient oh, like yes you're going through a lot of pain and no one is denying that but like my community gave me space but you know what i'm the shit. yeah <laughs> totally
1: yeah and i was sharing with you like when i first started coaching the first coaching name that i had was woman warrior coaching and that's yeah. ex- actually why because when I was building out kind of the brand or whatever, it mm-hmm. was um, you know, we all it was like working in within a mastermind another community and we were talking about like our stories. And so the theme and it's funny because I didn't see myself this way, but the theme that kind of yeah. came up was like be well, like a warrior, woman warrior, right? And so mm-hmm. that's how I came up with it. So my 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 handle on Instagram is like Ruby underscore, you know, woman warrior for Love that it. reason because Love and it. I I, I may get knocked down but i'm telling you i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna come back stronger hell yeah
0: hell yeah you are
1: and that's and that's why we're here making this
0: show like we're both strong amazing women and like i'm glad i'm glad that like now you're part of my circle <laughs> yeah,
1: no, like, I'm like let's go um,
0: celebrate <laughs> right, it's like literally let's just go now after the, after this episode <laughs> um, how do you find community and how do they support you with not only um, staying motivated, but keeping your healthy boundaries and helping you feel okay to take the rest that you need?
1: Yeah. So I've been really fortunate that a lot of my community has been friends that I've had for, you know, uh, a long time, like, you know, 25 years. Oh, wow. Um, some, you know, uh, the newer ones are probably like maybe... Around 15 years, and and now that I've been really, you know, building, I think I've been building a community through some of the content that I've been writing, and and so now I I feel like there's another community, um, that's kind of you know starting to form. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I I did move from Chicago to North Carolina. four like four and a half years ago i think so i mm-hmm. still don't have a lot of live community here in north carolina so if anyone's yeah. listening and is from north carolina hit me up <laughs> uh I need friends uh like in-person friends but uh but you know I, community i i really believe in community is like one of I, this is something that we have in common you because it's it is like um probably one of my top values I definitely believe in self-care but I, I think com- we have to think about community or collective care too as is, is being part of our self-care plan.
0: 100%. And so
1: I still lean on my community um, you know pr- pretty frequently like I I talk to my best friend probably you know once a week and sometimes it's fast and sometimes it's you know in depth um, they help me when I'm, you know, in my own head about stuff, Yeah, I'm pretty good at boundaries. So, you know, um, you know, I'm a boundary queen. I even facilitate a workshop called boundaries are bonita. So that's not, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need as much support anymore. I mean, it's not to say that sometimes I don't get in my own way. Cause that does happen. Um, but my community is, I, I would say the biggest thing is like, they support me in staying grounded. Love it. Like they remind me who I am. And that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, they really do. They remind me of who I am. Like they remind me of what I'm capable of. They remind me where I came from, you know, they remind me of where I'm going. And so I like, it's, you know, if I need to get centered, like I might be making a phone call with someone, you know, and and setting up a time to talk or whatever, just calling them on the fly because, um that connection is just really important for me and something that I really value.
0: Yeah, and sometimes it is making that time, like booking that time because everyone, right? Again, everyone is busy. Everyone has que haceres to do. But sometimes you just have to schedule that time, like yes, like yesterday when I got my hair done. So my hairstylist is my cousin, <laughs> and so she did like, a great job. Looks yeah, great. Um, she's come. She's actually coming over in like forty five minutes to give me my no chip, Manny. <laughs> but um, I know I get like home service. Look at that. <laughs> um, but no, like it was funny because I was talking to her and we had we like it had been a month since we had it caught up and I was just telling her like everything that has been going on because my life has been a little turbulent and she was like. Why didn't you call me? And I looked at her and I was like, why didn't I call you? Like, I know, I know better. So no matter how, like, no matter how much you're practicing this, there's always a day that you're like, not going to get it right. And like, why did I not call her and like, tell her all the stuff that I was going through? Like, like I said, she was the one who combed my hair. So but again, it was like, Oh, no, she's really busy, or I'm really busy. And I don't have the time Well, because I didn't make the time. I made the time yesterday because I had to go to the salon. And now I was like, Oh, I have to make the time not just to like, get primped up, but also like make the time for her to give her a call and be like, yo, I'm not okay. Like, let me just tell you what's happening. Um, and so I, I I agree with everything that you're saying. I just want to, like, emphasize that sometimes it is just reaching out to your friend and being like, I need to talk. Can we schedule time? Yeah. And I think if you say that, that's very powerful because they realize, like, oh, this isn't like we're going to go over a meme or, like, a Netflix trash episode. This is, oh, hablar. Like, sh- she needs to talk. Um, So I just want to emphasize that with the folks that are listening. Yeah.
1: And then when we invest in people too, they'll invest in us back, right? Like one of my best friends is a, she's really busy. She's a Senator and, but, and so I sometimes feel like that, like, oh, you know, she's got so much on her plate. Like, I don't want to call her, but I'll tell you what, like, You know, she's told me like, exactly like your cousin, like your prima, you know, like, why, why didn't you call me like, and she'll always make time. You know what I mean? Even with her busy, like, even if it's on the road in between things or whatever. I was going to say, absolutely. I'm that
0: person. Call me when I'm like traveling from point A to point B. It's all Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I'm waiting in line to get. Up. I'm to board this flight anyway. Like I don't care. <laughs> but um, Ruby, we have we have got to time, and we got through all of our questions. Um, thank you so much for being here and sharing your expertise and resources. Go the Making Leader Moves community. We really appreciate it and all um, the things that you are doing for the Latina community, for helping us be heard, for amplifying our voices for letting us be seen. Um, We really do appreciate it and just making space for us. How can our leaders follow you and keep up with you?
1: Yeah, um, so you can find me, I'm mostly on LinkedIn. So that's where I write the most content. I'm trying to get better on Instagram. So you can find me there too. Um, But you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, and then you can always go to my website, which is rubygarcia.com.
0: Awesome. Well, Ruby, mi amiga, thank you again um, so much for sharing tu tiempo y tu knowledge. I know we haven't met in person, but we're gonna manifest that shit. Yeah, um, and for sure. sure.
1: We're gonna have a lot of fun. I can tell you that already. We're gonna have a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it happen. Like we're gonna like cross reference our conferences and and see where we're both at and make yeah, it happen. There we go. Um, For those of you who have joined and were listening, thank you so much. We appreciate you being part of our community. I hope you were able to receive some of the gems and knowledge that were dropped here on today's episode. Please don't forget to leave us a review, Cinco Estrellitas, por favor, and join the online community, Making Leader Moves, on Facebook as well as Instagram. If you have any questions um, about the podcast, please feel free to send them to makingleadermoves at gmail.com. Gracias once again, and I will catch you on the next episodio. Abrazos, besos, y cariño, familia. Bye.